Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome, Welcome. to Wellness Wednesday. We're gonna start yes. calling this. We're start calling this Wellness Wednesday. Yes. I think that'll be. It's fun. our live broadcast for Total Wellness Radio. So if you're yep. not subscribed to the podcast, please do that on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify. Like, like 12 different platforms that carry it now? Yes. And we are switching our times. Cool. Yes. So we normally do this live broadcast every Wednesday at noon Mountain Standard Time, but we are changing it up to 1 o'clock. Yep. Should we tell them why? I don't think they care. No. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. I don't think they care. Yeah, because we're hungry and we like food. Yeah, we like to yeah. get fed first and then yeah. we have our salads but, and salmon. Yeah, and yeah we thought... Yeah, we thought this would be fun too, right? Yeah, so this will be good. Wrap up your lunch with us. And we have an amazing topic that is really, 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 it touches us all. Mm-hmm. It affects us all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually chapter two out of the book yeah. that we're going to cover. Just a little re- preview, a little overview for those of you who haven't had a chance to pick up a copy and read it yet. Mm-hmm. And it is, the title is Quality versus quality of life versus, versus length, length of, of life, life. right? Mm-hmm. And and sometimes people are a little confused about what we're referring to with it. Right. Yeah. Like we're not saying you have to choose one or the other. Right. And clearly, although I would choose quality. And but, clearly we both we want both though. But right? we want both. Clearly we the want both. The idea is that we want both. And I think it's important to note that ex- extending life but having the quality diminished, stopping and evaluating, what does that really mean, mm-hmm. right? For me yeah. personally, that's not how I would want um, the latter part of my life to play out. Sure. You so, know, yeah. Nursing homes and, and things of that nature are kind of things of the, of the new, like, mm-hmm. the last generation or two. I mean, these aren't things mm-hmm. that were normally things that uh, people had to subject themselves to. So. Mm-hmm. Be that as it may, like the focus of this discussion is really about having both, yes. right? And how we can get kind of tricked sometimes. How do we get? How do we get tricked or faked out or? Well, one of the or things. What do you mean by that? Well, one of the things I see is that we we have different practitioner names out there. Yes. Kind of talking about different things, like mm-hmm. like you and I have talked about, like, and I don't have anything against any of them, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hey, Reno, welcome, brother. Thanks for joining us. Um, I don't have a thing against any of the titles because, as I've you've heard me say many times, mm-hmm. you know the the person makes the title. The title doesn't make the person, yeah. right? And so that's just truth. And so, but you hear things like holistic practitioner, mm-hmm. alternative mm-hmm. practitioner, and even in some of the things functional functional medicine, functional right? medicine, functional medicine, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a misnomer because whole foods, whole food concentrates, and herbs are not medicine. They're remedies, mm-hmm. right? And they're nutrition, right? Mm-hmm. They're not medicine, if you look at it by definition. So it can get confusing for people is what it yes. is. And I'm not saying that any of those titles, if people want to use those titles, they can mm-hmm. to describe who and what they are as a practitioner. Hey, Mike, welcome. Hey, Mike. Um, my concern is, is that what is the end game result message to the consumer? Right. Because it can be so confusing, right? Right. So whether you want to call yourself alternative or holistic mm-hmm. or functional medicine or um, you know medical doctors years ago it's not so common today it's actually in chapter two of the book it's mentioned about CAM uh, complementary uh, and alternative medical practitioners you know modern uh, medical doctors were going to different classes mm-hmm. so they give you a CAM designation some you know it was a hot topic but it was like a flash in the pan right it was like there and gone mm-hmm. CAM, CAM practitioners it was done primarily 
because of this resurgence of people trying to take better care of themselves and being fed up with the pharmaceutical insurance driven quality of care. Mm -hmm. And so they were looking for alternatives, right? And that's where the term alternative came from. It was a very, another buzzword, right? right? And so, or holistic, well, we look at the whole picture and mm -hmm. the reality was, Darcy, hi, long time no communicado. Hey, you know what would be fun? Us. Drop a comment, let us know where everybody's watching from. Yeah, that would be really Because we end good. up with people everywhere, so that's always kind of fun to see. Let us yeah. know where you're watching from. So, so we, don't we, wanna, we don't want to focus on the title, yes, right? Yes. I mean, what we look at, what we talk about here, and what we try to talk about, like in our class last night, we, we picked up close to 20 new clients in like an hour, mm -hmm. was the like traditional care, right? Mm -hmm. This is not modern versus traditional or conventional. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not versus, but it's just like this, the terminology, right? Yeah. People get confused and they call what we have in this country as far as healthcare, which is a pharmaceutically driven, insurance quality governed uh, form of care as traditional or conventional. It's not. It's modern. Mm -hmm. It is modern. It's got less than a 120 year track record, okay? Versus 6,000 years of recorded history. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kansas City. Awesome. Um, and so, and so what happens is that it just, it just fakes us out, right? So we think more in the terms of what we do as traditional or original. Yes. Right? Not, we, we're not really big fans of the word alternative. I'm not a fan of alternative. When either, I talk to people... I like, I like modern medicine. Yeah. Why would you want an alternative to it? Mm -hmm. You just need to understand and get educated on keeping it in its place. Yes. When to use. Yeah. Because right? uh, when I talk to somebody that is, this is a new world to them, yeah. um, and, and they'll say, like, you know, well, tell me about this alternative um, treatments, right? And I'm like, yeah. well, we don't really use those terms mm -hmm. um, because what we do is kind of around for thousands of years, yeah. so it's not, it's like, there's this sort of misconception that it's, uh, um, that it, that it's new, yeah. that what we do is new, right. and it's really not. Yeah, so the, the thing is, is, here's the differentiator. Hi, Stephanie. Hey. Hey, Betsy. Um, here's the differentiator. Acute means something you've had for 10 days or less. Okay. Chronic is something you've had for 10 days or longer. Mm -hmm. When you're looking for something to resolve and truly find the cause of a mm -hmm. chronic condition, mm -hmm. then traditional care is best. Mm -hmm. When you're looking for something to handle an acute situation, mm -hmm. modern care is yes. best. Yeah. That's the differentiator. All the other titles, all the other buzzwords, all the other, I'm a CAM doc, I'm a holistic doc, alternative mm -hmm. doc, whatever, do they mean, do they deal with acute or chronic? Mm -hmm. That's the differentiator. That is like the bedrock that you have to go from. So if you've had something... Say I have an emergency. Emergency. I'm really glad she ain't I have an emergency me. room to go to. I'm not going to go to you. She's not calling me. Correct. Something you've dealt with for 10 days or longer, chronic situations. So mm -hmm. quality of life versus... Um, you know, length of life is really not a, a versus. It's like, let's get both together. Mm -hmm. So both need to complement each other, right? But we as practitioners mm -hmm. have to get our communication down. This is why there's so many, like there's, there's not a town or a city in this mm -hmm. country that doesn't have an alternative practitioner, holistic, a naturopath, a what a, you know, gizmo, right? Mm -hmm. And the problem is we're not educating people properly. We need to join together, team together, come together with a common ground and understand that the the differentiator is this if it's acute see modern if it's chronic see traditional and that's it that's it mm -hmm. so
Um, so that's the big thing about having both come together. Yes. Um, I also think there's there's a misconception that we don't appreciate what the doctors do, and that's actually love. not no. right. They 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 and, have to work together. Yes. Yeah. There's there's needs to be more of us working yes. together. And reaching we want out. to work together. Yes. Modern now, modern is just they're just unfortunately. I was at lunch today, and I couldn't help it. It just rung in my head. I thought it would be perfect to mention for our discussion today. There was a lady in the booth next to us, and she mentioned, well, my husband has to see his cancer doctor on the 28th. And it sent my head spinning. Oh, so now I, I need to go see my allergy doctor. I need to go see my, mm-hmm. um, you know, my heart, my blood pressure doctor. And what's happened in society, and these are learned people. Yeah. These are not uneducated, you know, but what happens is, is that they go to the doc who's treating the concern rather than helping the person get well. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, so anyways, thought it was worth mentioning. But modern doctors are not the problem. Nope. You said this earlier and I absolutely loved it. Modern, are you going to say it? Yes. You're kind of your quote. No, go ahead. Modern doctors. Actually, I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> Modern doctors are not the problem, but they are part of a broken system. The system teaches that the symptom needs to be treated rather than find the cause or lack of performance. Lack of performance, yep. So those are differentiators. Those are like key things that you as practitioners, and I know this is not our practitioner site, but... But when you're talking to someone, right? Your customers are country doctors. Or when you're looking for a when practitioner, you're for what should you yes. look for? Yeah. Do they deal with acute issues or are yeah. they more driven towards What chronic? is their philosophy on health? Are they yeah. seeking to mask symptoms? Or, There's been many times Or are they seeking sent. to figure out what is causing that? Yeah. There's been many times we've sent people out to other practitioners. That needs specific things like yes, you, chiropractic so or acupuncture, of this office, yeah. dentistry, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Those are beyond the scope of what I do. Uh, some of those folks are even more medically trained than I am, thank goodness. And mm-hmm. thank God we have them as allies that we yes. can send them to, including medical doctors yes. here in Cheyenne. So yes. you have to, it takes a team, right? What's the dentist you person. recommend in Jack, Longmont? Jack Dunn. We have his cards in the office yep, too. Dr. Dunn. Um, what about the Flexner report? Some people still don't know what this is. I know it's in the, the book, right? right? So if you yep. guys don't have a copy of this, you can pick it up in the clinic, the new format, new prices available. It's also mm-hmm. available on Amazon. Yep. Um, so the Flexner report. A lot of people don't realize where our current disease care model of pharmaceutical paid for by insurance company approach comes from. Okay. And... If you if you look in history, the Flexner Report of nineteen of nineteen ten, Abraham Flexner, Flexner was commissioned by the Carnegie Foundation to travel the country. It took him two years to do it, a little over two years. All the different schools. See, originally the AMA, American Medical Association, when it came into being, was accepting um, membership from anybody that would pay. So, an herbalist, acupuncturist, um, naturopath, whatever. If you you know if you and so they became very well funded. And then they became very focused in their approach to what they wanted to really do, which when the pharmaceutical model came on board, uh, that's the direction they wanted. So they commissioned Abraham Flexner, travel the country, look at all the curriculums and all the schools, teaching either vocationally or credentially, right? And if they had credentials, if they were an accredited school, um, and they weren't teaching along this one party line, then their accreditation and and funding was influenced. If they weren't 
teaching across the party line, right? Yeah. Then they were actually they had to uh, uh, they were they were basically shut down. So there's no saying. There's two ways to have the tallest building in town. One, work on your own building. Mm-hmm. Two, tear everyone else's down. And that's what happened in 1910. And most people in this country don't know that. There's medical doctors that don't know that about their own history, mm-hmm. about where their supremacy in the minds of the consumer came from. Mm-hmm. And it came from lack of competition. It did not come from getting stellar results. Mm-hmm. It came from lack of competition. So Big Pharma funded it. The AMA helped carry it out. And insurance companies, now you have an insurance quality driven care um, that can tell medical doctors, and here's where the golden handcuffs come in for medical doctors. Um, again, they're not the problem. They're a part of a broken system. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. So what happened is, is that the insurance quality care driven by, you know, for people in this country, if the medical doctor steps outside of what's an approved procedure and approach based on AMA guidelines approved by the insurance company, they can lose their providership. So they're, hand, they're handcuffed, right? Mm-hmm. They're stuck. And so I encourage you folks to really become familiar with the Flexner Report. It's over 300 pages long. It's easy to find, uh, you know, them online and, and, uh, and, and figure it out. But, mm-hmm. So that's why we have the current system we have. It's not due to results on chronic illness. Emergency medical acute, amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Hands down, we need them. Here's what emergency medical. If you break a bone or need stitches... Don't dump herbs on it. It's not going to do any good in that moment, right? right. You, need, you need somebody that can handle right. it from or an emergency standpoint. Severely burned. Or, severely yeah, I mean, burned. There's, there's, there are, right, Injuries, all of those things, things, right? We would go to the emergency room. So. Can I read an excerpt from the book? Please. Okay, so this I is from it. page 15, if you guys want to reference the chapter that we are speaking about. Um, but it says, the usual scenario begins like this. You begin to feel ill, you let a few days go by but feel worse, you call your medical practitioner and make an appointment, one to four weeks later at your scheduled appointment time, you finally get into the practitioner's office. After waiting, usually longer than the actual appointment takes, and in a room full of other people trying to get healthy as well, your turn comes to see your practitioner. You talk to the practitioner for five to 15 minutes, if you're lucky, and the practitioner will, will write you a prescription for a pharmaceutical drug, handing it to you while stating, take this medicine for two weeks, and if you're not better, come back and see me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of the, and that's the scenario. It's very standard, yeah. And then it, it, it works, or I mean, it, it uh, works and you get side effects. Right. And then you wind up on something else, or it doesn't work, and then you're back there in two weeks at square one. Yep. And this is right too, the bleeding, breathing, broken, broken or babies. Yeah, ER. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And here's the yeah. thing about even the baby comp, because we had all three of ours at home. And I say we, I had nothing to do with it. Midwife, right? Had them all three at home. Yeah. Um, my daughter tried to do the same approach, had some issues with it. Mm-hmm. I had to take her to Colorado and we had to deliver, you know, she still delivered. Everything was fine, right? But you yeah. have there's certain times when yes, you have to Sometimes, do that. Yeah, absolutely. So I love those people, right? And uh, and our grandbaby turned one on the first. So Aww. you know, it's cool. She just had a birthday, first birthday. I 
know that's so exciting so okay so then there's what can we do and before mm -hmm. we go into the list of what can you do because mm -hmm. again you guys know we're all about empowering you to take control of your health yep. right um that i feel like we should just clarify that we understand that our way is not for everybody yep and that i know there are some people out there that are perfectly fine masking symptoms and yep. that's how they want to carry on with their life they don't believe that own. there's any other layer of health that they need to pursue yes other than if the symptoms gone i'm healthy that's yeah. it and so to each right to each your own you yep. respect that yep for those that are seeking to figure out okay what actually caused this and what do i need to do to to get it under control so that my body's in control and i have long-term success and mm -hmm. high quality of life right. right right what can we do the most important thing people need to understand is they got to develop habits or new disciplines. And a lot of us don't like the word discipline, but habits. Everything we do is a habit. The way I talk is a habit. Me using my hand and doing this, that's a habit, mm -hmm. right? How I drive, put my pants on, whatever. The point is, it's always the same leg, right? <laughs> challenge you on this. Pay attention from now on. You won't even Switch think it about up, it. You won't even think be, about it. It'll be fun So it's habits, right? It so is there's, true, though. there's five key things that we need to be aware of. In fact, there's a great question we should ask you to ask yourselves about one of the things we're going to mention. Mm -hmm. The quality of food you eat, the quality of supplements you take, the quality of uh, water that you drink and bathe in, the uh, exposure to chemicals at home and at work, and the quality of air you breathe. That's it. Mm -hmm. Those are the five key things that we have to get develop an awareness about, right? Mm -hmm. Um, one of the popes we just interviewed, and I wish I could remember because we had three interviews in like one day, and it's hard. They start, but she posed a yeah, question. Yeah, this question was awesome. Here's what mm -hmm. she said. She said one of the things that we do with our clients is we ask them to answer this one question before you leave home. Write down the name of every product you come in contact with before you leave home. Write down every product you come in contact with. So when you get up out of bed, mm -hmm. and there's you know, you know, whatever bathroom stuff, then you got your, your soap, shampoos, soaps, shampoos, creams, lotions, lotions, shave cream, mm -hmm. colognes, perfumes, mm -hmm. other lotions. If your clothes were dry cleaned, mm -hmm. right? The things in the kitchen, all the things. Mm -hmm. Write them down. The average, the average exposure to commercially produced products that carry some level of toxicity is 16. 16 different products containing over 80 different toxic chemicals. That's the average. So 80 you're times doing 16. it every day. Yeah. You're doing it every day. Let's just talk about perfume for just a second. Because okay. I don't think we've ever covered this. But um, we as women, we buy these perfumes. Mm -hmm. And then we put them on areas of our body mm -hmm. where our skin is thinnest. And it yep. goes into our bloodstream just like quickest. That. And so we're taking this bottle of chemicals and we're going, and it's in our bloodstream. Yep. And how many chemicals are in that? I don't know, right? Like you're saying average 80. And so um, stopping to think about that, wow. Just that yep. one product alone yep. and because of where it's going and yep. how quick it's hitting your bloodstream. And we didn't have to worry about these things no. 80, 100 years ago, right? We didn't have to worry about the overwhelming toxicity exposure that we get today we have to be aware of that yeah but here's the problem in america too i've yeah. noticed this we have certain priorities that are way up here and our health is way down here mm -hmm. until this goes sideways then guess what it becomes short term very important address it 
symptoms gone, boom, it goes, it loses its importance again. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a bad habit or a bad discipline to get into. Mm -hmm. You'll never produce quality of life or length of life that's meaningful to you mm -hmm. with those habits. It just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. People can get away with it for 30, 40, 50 years before they, that before they, you know, start to break down and have these symptoms that guess what? Their old approach yeah. because of habit doesn't get the symptom any better anymore or it takes longer yeah. or it takes more of something, right? Mm -hmm. We see that in the, in the original remedies world too, mm -hmm. right? It takes more, it takes me a lot more nutrients mm -hmm. and remedies longer periods of time than it did 15 years ago. 15 years ago, I gave somebody a bottle of Virex and Bioflora and three days are like bionic. Today, it's those plus six or seven or eight other different things. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Yeah. And then um, I always love to share this, the five most dangerous words we tell ourselves. Yes. This is like a good way to end it. Yes. Yeah, like obviously the guy, everybody that's on habit. here, you guys value your health, right? You're trying to educate yourself. Yeah. And hey, if you found value, make sure you share with those yes, friends and please. family. We want them to be able Pass to benefit as well. Um, but what are the five most dangerous words we tell ourselves? It will just go away. Deadly. And it doesn't. Deadly. It yeah. just doesn't. Here's the thing. Things don't just happen. Things happen just. Mm -hmm. And if your habits and your disciplines or whatever you want to call them are that you just want to take an aspirin for the headache and move on and not get hydrated or not take care of the toxicity that's developing in your liver and that's why you're getting a headache or your blood pressure or whatever it else it is that could be the underlying cause, well, then you're going to be able to symptom suppress and produce artificial health for a period of time. Mm -hmm. But it's artificial. And it's going, to get, it's going to overwhelm the system at some point with some major kind of event or symptom that you can't get away from, and it's gonna require a lot more disciplines and a lot more new habits on you quicker than you're used to, and we get overwhelmed, and that's why it becomes a challenge. Yeah. It's much better when things are good, you're feeling good, it's much better to develop better habits or better disciplines now, mm -hmm. do small things every day that position you to experience a great quality of life. Mm -hmm. And we and then we have to do that, because modern medicine, modern medicine in the chronic arena mm -hmm. is never gonna do that for you. It's not. It's your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. Wow. That was cool. great. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, I'll... book is now available. New format in the clinic or on Amazon. We'll have, I'll drop the link in the comments and um, update the post when we hop off of here. Yes. Thank you for joining us. And next Wednesday, is we have a. class. Is mom's class and a woman's health topic. Yes. We are talking emotional health for. Yeah. So join, join yeah. uh, me and Tammy that night. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Yeah. See you next week. Take Thank care. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thanks again for tuning in. And for more information, be sure and catch us on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at the Country Doctor Nutritional Center Facebook page. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in.